We're excited to announce that our very own podcasting platform, Zencaster, has become the new sponsor to the show. Check out the podcast discount link in our show notes. Stay tuned for why we love using Zencaster for the podcast. Are you looking to start your journey in podcasting but not sure how? Kangaroo Firm Media Lab got you covered. Everything you need to know in launching and growing your podcast is here. Book a call now at kangaroofirm.com. By the way, I just released my ebook, Harness the Power of Podcasting. To get a free copy, just go over to mikosantos.co slash free book. That is M-I-K-O-S-A-N-T-O-S dot C-O slash free book. This podcast is brought to you by Kangaroo Fern Productions, Australia's independent podcast management. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com slash book now. Um, I don't understand them. Um, I'm not sure why anyone thinks they have a right to tell other people who they can love and who they can't love when they're actually not hurting anyone. Um, I'm a great believer in that old saying, live and let live. A Kangaroo Fern production. Welcome, Welcome to Gorilla Podcast, Fresh Eyes. The beat that makes you feel good. A weekly podcast that features interviews with social change leaders or individuals that aims to bring audiences good stories to motivate their own social impact efforts. Now, here's your host. Hello, Humanista. Welcome to another episode of Gorilla Podcast, Fresh Eyes. On today's episode today, I'm with Eric. I used to uh, I meet I meet him a couple of years ago. Yep. This is um, during um, the Pride March in in Adelaide. So Eric Kuman is the coordinator of Adelaide Pride March. And hi Eric, welcome to the show. Hi Mika, thank you. How are you today? I'm okay. It's been yeah. a while. The last time we. I saw you. It's been a couple of years. A couple of years now. So, you're coordinator of Fried Fried March Adelaide. Yep. What is that? Well, uh, Pride Marches happen all over the world. Um, The modern Pride March in Adelaide is an opportunity for our LGBTIQ plus communities and their Adelaide and their allies to come out and celebrate and be together and, yeah, to march through the streets of Adelaide in a positive, inclusive celebration. How, how it started in Adelaide, the Pride March? Well... What's the history? The history is, uh, in 1973, there was a Gay Pride Week, which happened in Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide and Brisbane. And in Adelaide, it was a week-long program of events that included dancers, um, literary events, um, and it also included a march, which was called the Proud Parade. So that was in 1973. Uh, Five years before Sydney Mardi Gras, we had Mm. this parade in Adelaide. Um, to celebrate what 
back then it was before we used the word queer. We just called ourselves gay, whether we mm-hmm. be men or women or transgender. We were all just gay back then. Um, so, and then nothing happened after that for another 30 years when in 2003 mm-hmm. a bunch of people decided to commemorate that 30-year anniversary with a Pride March in 2003, and then Pride March has happened every year since that, um, usually at the beginning of November, leading into the Feast Festival, which is Adelaide's Queer Arts and Cultural Festival. So on the last Pride March on November 2nd this year, how many people participated? It's hard to know exactly because, mm-hmm. you know, nobody buys tickets. Okay. So we can't actually know exactly. But uh, our estimates and police estimates are maybe around four and a half thousand mm. people. Mm. So quite large, large um, participation. Yeah, it gets bigger every year, which is really exciting. More and more groups registering to participate. More and more young people in particular participating. Um, so, yeah, it's good that it's still growing and obviously it's very important to the community. So you're saying it's still growing, especially young young people. Yeah. Is that means that the society is already accepting well, the community? I think things are getting better. Um, I wouldn't say things are perfect. I mean, we still have much higher rates of suicide Mm -hmm. amongst queer people, particularly young queer people. Uh, We still have a lot of discrimination in Australia, Um, particularly even now with the federal government trying to bring in their um, religious freedom laws, which will basically make it legal for churches to discriminate against queer people Mm -hmm. in all sorts of ways. So, yeah, it's not perfect. There's still a lot to fight for. So what's the community doing now because of that? Well, there was a fairly significant element of this year's Pride March, which was a direct protest against those religious laws. There um, are organisations, for instance, in Adelaide, there's the... Rainbow Alliance, which was which is a network mm-hmm. of queer people who are lobbying against these horrible new laws and raising awareness, and there are ongoing protests happening. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. So the e- equality marriage is almost two years now. So it was uh, approved on December. 9, 2017. So it's been two years, almost two years now. Two years, yeah. yeah. So what is happening after that? Is there... Well, people are getting married. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> is there anything... Is that the end of the struggle? Once... Well, no. Like I pointed out with yeah. these new laws to give religious organizations the right to discriminate against us, that shows that just because we have marriage equality doesn't mean the struggle's over. There are still 
organizations, particularly, for instance, the Catholic Church, mm -hmm. the Anglican Church. I think recently the Anglican Archbishop of Sydney mm -hmm. came out and said he didn't want that queer people should just leave his church and were not welcome in the Anglican Church. This shows that just because we have marriage equality, the struggle isn't over and perhaps the struggle never will be over because how do you end prejudice and hate? So what other, on your group, what activities or project that you are doing to tackle these issues? Well, it's not so much Pride Adelaide mm -hmm. that's taking the lead here because we really are all about that march. Okay. But we do work um, together with other organisations and help publicise their events. Like I mentioned, the mm -hmm. South Australian Rainbow Alliance have really taken the lead on fighting these new laws that are about to come in. So what do you say about people who still not understanding the, the community itself? What, what do you tell to them? Um, I don't understand them. Um, I'm not sure why anyone thinks they have a right to tell other people who they can love and who they can't love when they're actually not hurting anyone. Um, I'm a great believer in that old saying, live and let live. On the young people right now, so you said some of them are still inside the closet, doesn't want to go out yep. because of this discrimination from work, from society. What is your advice to them to, um, to be? Reach out. You're not alone. Um, there are thousands and thousands of people who have gone through what you're going through now. And it's not the end of the world. You will get through it. And coming out, being honest with yourself, being honest with the people around you, your family, your friends. Um, it's a very empowering thing to do, to feel free to be yourself. And for a lot of young people, that seems daunting mm. and impossible. But actually, once you get through it, it's... What can I say? It's just something we go through, we need to go through... And all I would say is never be ashamed of who you are. Do you think when the marriage equality was approved in the parliament, on the, on the, on the government, do you think this is going to be open to society that they would accept the community? Um, well, it, it was a very powerful thing in that it removed a whole level of legal discrimination mm. against queer people. So, yes, that was a big step. That was amazing. But like I keep saying, it's not everything. That it's it, Just because we can get married doesn't mean we can't still get sacked from a religious school, for instance, for being gay. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't mean that people still don't get bashed or abused on Facebook or abused with derogatory 
language in school, in mm-hmm. the workplace. Um, certainly marriage equality is a big step forward and helps, but it's not everything. So what do you think the next step of the community? Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. Well, the really immediate thing we need to do is, like I keep saying, fight these new laws that the federal government is planning to bring in because for them to actually legalise the right to discriminate against queer people is a massive step backward, in my opinion. And so that, for me, is what needs to be done now, is to fight these laws. Even if these laws do end up coming in, then we have to keep fighting to have them repealed. In a modern, secular nation, there is no reason why a church, for instance, should be able to sack someone from their job just because of who they love. What, what, why do you think some people are pushing for this religious freedom? Because they're horrible people, basically. What more can I say? Anyone that thinks it's okay to abuse someone, to be derogatory to someone just because of who they love, I think it's not even just ignorance because some of these people pushing for these laws are not exactly stupid people. These are people that have made the decision Mm -hmm. that they want to treat some human beings not as equal as other human beings. So what do you you say to the government? Why do we need this kind of law? Uh, Well... What can you say to this government, not just in terms of queer rights, in in, in terms of a whole heap of social issues, First Nations people, refugees, this is an appalling government. Um, I don't know what to say to them. In relation with the Pride March Adelaide, what what are we going to expect in the future? Bigger and better. Yeah, so it just keeps growing, and it's sh- and as well as more young people, more queer people, we're getting more and more allies who want to march with us. And even if they're not queer themselves, they want to support the queer community. For instance, in this year's last year's march, we had about sixty community groups and organisations registered to march. This year, that number jumped to 80, Mm. which is a massive jump in one year. So expect it bigger, expect more people. Um, You know, we're working to make it more exciting, more music, more floats. Um, Yeah. More protests about this one? (laughs) Onwards and upwards. (laughs) Okay. Um, what, What do you advise to the young people that still... Experiencing discrimination. What what is the community helping them? Is there any? Um, you know they can they can reach out. That's what I want them to know. There are people you can talk to. There's the queer counselling service, which is national now. 
which can be anonymous. You can ring them and talk things through. There are support groups for young people now. For instance, there's a queer youth drop-in every fortnight in Adelaide where young people come together and have a meal and play games and just hang out together. Um, so my advice is don't think you're alone because you're not alone. There are people out there who will help you. Yeah. And, and, and you we, are loved. And, yeah. lo and rich. So, so they can contact you or they yeah, can contact they can email Pride March. They Pride can March? Email Feast Fest <laughs> they can email Feast Festival, which has a drop-in of its own for young people. They can ring the Queer Counselling Service. Um, yeah, don't be afraid to reach out. All right, so that's that's a good um, information and for Eric that they, that you are not alone. So any there's a lot of different community that, yeah. that can help them if they experience it, especially because nowadays one of the issue with with the community, especially the young people, is the mental health. Do yep. you have a program for them? Uh, not Pride March. It's not really not Pride March. Yeah. Pride March's job, but um, particularly the National Queer Counselling Service. Um, if you Google Australian Queer Counselling, mm -hmm. you will find phone numbers. Text. You can text them. They have a text line. Um, you know, there's stuff out there. All you have to do is Google. And you can find people who will support you. Any parting word for our listener and audience? Um, never be ashamed of who you are and who you love. All right. Thank you so much. So this is Eric Coleman. That's the coordinator of the Adelaide Pride March. Thank you. Thank you again to one of our guests in our podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been great. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted in Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. And if you want to know more, check out kangaroofern.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com